Hey, this is Emily Milburn, Caitlin Atkins from Neighbours, and you're listening to the Neighbourhood Rewatch. Go on, start the pod. Start it. Right, let's start a podcast, shall we? Uh, let's go make a little note of the timestamp. And here we go. This is the season three opener for Neighbourhood Rewatch Podcast. It's been a long time coming. We've been farting around in the wilderness for God knows how long. We were dicking around with wedding specials and Halloween and your, specials. And your actual wedding. And my actual wedding. There was a lot of dicking around at that. But we're back. We're back for a full season. A full run of episodes. New characters. New storylines. This is it. This is the opener. This happens right now. What... Um... What can people expect? Obviously, you're going to introduce me and Tim in a minute. Um, what can people expect from this? If they're only just listening to this, because that happens sometimes. You come on Netflix and like the new season's starting and you, you might just start the new at season three. What if you've not listened to season one and two? No, you what don't can people to, expect from this? You don't need to listen to the previous seasons. That's all. You can just you can pick up right here. Are we not advising people to go back and listen to them? though? No, that'd be probably good. No, why not? Why, why would we? Because there's hours of fucking quality. There is. If you've got time, go back to it. Maybe not the first three or four. Don't bother with that. But <laughs> uh, you think season two peaked? Season two, yeah. Well, it was the best so far. Well, you, well, if you're starting now in season three, just treat season two as like a, a prologue. Like you can go back another time and, and you know fill in some of the fill in some of the gaps. And what can people expect from this though? Uh, more neighbours, like I said, new characters, new storylines. Maybe Tim will crack a joke. Nah. Maybe special guests. Who knows? Nah. <laughs> uh, so just same old then, really. Good. <laughs> same but better. Same but better. It's just, you know, it's just meeting some friends like that you haven't seen for a little while but you just pick up right where you left off. I fucking hate it. You know, right? There's this girl on my... I don't, I don't do Facebook, um, so you can apologise to Grace. Grace wanted to friend me after the wedding, Tim. I, I don't know if that was a secret. Maybe it was. Shit. Um, <laughs> but I don't really do Facebook, so that's why I haven't accepted. If she wants to do Instagram and send me a little messages on there, of course she can. <laughs> um, but I don't really do Facebook because it, it just wound me up. Um, and there's one person who I'm not really friends with because are you really friends with anyone on Facebook? I don't know. Um, and she always puts on there. She's obviously desperate to try and rekindle friendships with people on there. And she always puts, oh, it's so nice. We can just pick up where we left off. And I always think when I see it, those friends do not want to fucking see you. They've done the chore. They've gone for that fucking porn star martini. They do not want to see you again for at least six months. Fuck off. Like, I think if you're friends with people, you actually speak to them. You don't just pick pick up where you've left off. Like, I don't have to see you cunts in real life anymore that much because we do this, <laughs> and that still counts. But if you're not seeing someone for a year, are they still your friend? <laughs> are they? Or are you just, like, token on Facebook? What do you think? That is a very good point. And if, and if she's thinking, oh, it's, you know, we're picking up where we left off. No, you're just having the same conversations over and over again because you've got nothing else to talk about. You're not friends anymore. And that's okay. Yeah. You do not have to remain friends 
with people. Some people come into your life. I hate when people say this as well. Some people come into your life and then they do their bit and then they move on and all that kind of shit. But I do think that's true. You're friends with people for a bit. And if you stay friends with them, brilliant. If you don't, that's fine too. That is We're fine. just prepping Jay for when we get rid of him. <laughs> Why do I feel like you're breaking up with me? <laughs> what a great start to season three that would be. <laughs> no one would expect it. <laughs> just block him from his own call. <laughs> add a replacement in <laughs> now that's not how season three is going to go do you want to introduce us to like to everyone on this podcast sorry I will do. Well, it. like i said i i'm i'm the host of sorts jk uh today we have tim with us who's Hello. sat on the floor in some un- in- indescript kind of in between room it's kind of in between hallways and bathrooms and <laughs> it's not in between the hallway and the bathroom it's the hallway Outside the bathroom. No, because he's just walked through the hallway to get to. Where are you? Where are you, Tim? Because you've got wooden doors. It looks like you might be in some sort of Swedish um, spa. (laughs) You mean male bathroom? I'm just. I'm on the landing because even now the signal doesn't seem to be perfect. Don't know why, but it's better than where I was. I'm just sitting on the floor. Sitting on the floor, and we have Adam as well. He's sipping on a nice beer there. All right. All right. Can't help. <laughs> myself doing it. <laughs> uh, so you. So we're gonna watch some. No, what am I doing? We have watched this. Just about got through an do. intro there. You're gonna have to cut that. Cut that bit straight away. No, leave yeah, it. Leave fine. it all yeah. in. So we've watched some neighbours. Have we? Well, me and Adam have. Tim hasn't. That's that's, no. the, that's the premise of this. Are we and supposed to be we... watching them? No, no, that's yes. the premise. I'm the host. Adam watches it along with me, whinges about it, and then we try <laughs> to explain to you what's going on, Tim. That's the yeah. basic premise of this podcast. Basically, just try to justify to me why we're still doing this. <laughs> and hilarity ensues. Uh, but we watch these episodes on Daily Motion, uh, thanks to a channel called Neighbours UK Fans Forever. Uh, and we've watched episodes 3,558 and 3,000 to 3,560. It's not a million miles away from where we were in the end of season two. We were at like 3,500 in season two. So, you know, a couple of months on. uh, Put a couple of new faces in there. A couple of old faces, familiar faces, friendly faces. uh, Round faces, long faces. Long faces. Faces with glasses, faces with hair. Faces with noses. Some faces with no noses. You know what we could make just in time for Christmas? We'd have to bash it out pretty quick. The neighbours guess who game. Oh, that would be with good. With all these different faces. And you could say, does the face, is the face a round face? And then you'd be like, well, Harold, bump down. That'd be pretty good. That'd be awesome. Because no one really changes their style on neighbours, do they? No one, no one like changes their look up or anything, nope. do they? Toady changed his hair quite a bit. Oh, yeah. He's the only one, I suppose. But then again, he went for a well. At that point, you just you bash out another one. You know, you've sold all the guess who's that you can, and then you're like, right, Toadie, change your look. We need a new updated version. Get some more money out of these lot. There we do go. you think we change our look though, or do you think you like? Do you think you two look pretty much the? You look exactly the same as when you were fucking twelve. <laughs> yeah, but he's he's gone he's gone through a spike in between though. He doesn't look the same as when we first started. No, I, th- I think he even just f- first started this podcast. You mean when he was well. fat? 
you know what though i was i was saying this because we're we're just horrible bastards we were talking about you the other day um we used to make jokes about you being a bit fat but we were okay <laughs> doing it because we didn't really think you were we just thought it was funny when you got a bit of a beer belly and you wore shirts that were too small for you then your neck disappeared and we realized shit maybe you were a little bit fat now i feel bad about it <laughs> i'm glad you feel bad about it tim we never really thought you were I mean, it'll never, ma- just... it'll never match the pain that I felt, but, you know. <laughs> no, I, I, yeah, I was a little bit tubby. I was a little bit round than I should have been. That was a little bit unhealthier than I should have been. And maybe your constant badgering slash bullying helped me turn that around. Do you think then, I think this is on, this might be on some, some sort of comedy stand-up. I feel like I've seen this before. Um, but... Do you think that's a good thing then? So if someone's like yourself being a massive fat fat cunt, um, <laughs> do you think it's better for people to go, you're a bit fat, have a look, sort it out? Or because you're not supposed to fat shame, you're not supposed to, you're not supposed to say things, are you? What speaking as a former fat bastard, what would you say? Yeah, tell them. Fucking tell them. Good. Yeah, tell them. No, it's good to have friends that will call you out on things and you know. You, you, you two call me out on stuff that I say and do on it. And most of it you ignore. <laughs> but you're doing your part. It's, it's up to me whether I then take that on or not, but you're doing your bit. You two have been the good friends there. So, no, you should absolutely... Yeah, but- if you've got fat friends... Not just fat, them, like... Right now, stop, pause this podcast for a second and just, ta- just text them now and go, hey, fatty. <laughs> I think maybe let them know. Just say you weren't always fat. Are you okay? <laughs> and not just fat, like smoking or drinking too much or anything like that, because you're not supposed to shame people for certain things. I can't remember some of the others, but like some of them, surely it's better to say, "Listen, we don't really appreciate smoking. Don't smoke," or whatever it may be. Yeah, definitely. Usually, it comes from a good place. I think. There's- Again, just text them, go, hey, hey, Smokey. You stink. Sincerely, all your friends. Side question to do with fat people. One. So Adele used to be fat. Yeah. Do you think she looks like Adele anymore? She always worn too much makeup. So yeah. Without makeup, she still looks like she did. And with makeup, she still looks like she did. I think you think when I first saw her, I mean like I think she looks all right now, but when she when I first saw that she'd lost all the weight because she wasn't on the radar, she looked a bit ill. I didn't think she looked. It didn't look like her to me. It looked it, no. it looked like someone completely different. And are you are you suggesting a conspiracy theory that it's not really Adele anymore? There was that thing about Avril Lavigne, wasn't there? Yeah. Oh, that she died and been replaced. Yeah. Nonsense. What do we think with Adele? Uh, and I don't think she died I'd... and been replaced. I think the new album's exactly like the last one, so it must be a... What if she didn't write the last one? Wow. Because she was fat when she did the last one. Because they think that about Paul McCartney as well, don't they? Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of people. Do you think, are you suggesting that's what you're thinking about? This happened to me? That <laughs> you actually died, died and were Probably of a heart attack, maybe. You know what, though, there, there, um, there, was, there was a period of, I'm pretty sure it was less than a week, we saw you. Then when we saw you again, we, we both went, where's your neck gone? 
Like it's just it's a it's a joke now, but it wasn't at the time. It's like shit. This has happened really, really quick. Because I know you were losing weight, but then your neck fell off. <laughs> I remember you saying that you thought it wasn't. Was it a week? Was it maybe two weeks where you suddenly just dropped off? Yeah, like it just like I'd plateaued for ages, and then all of a sudden I just lost twenty pounds out of nowhere. I wasn't doing anything different that I was doing. It just body just decided to lose it. it like now, instead of particularly big daily motion. <laughs> you had a massive shit that day. That's a nice plug for daily motion, though, Tim. So maybe. We'll... <laughs> you want to talk about that? That's where we watch all our episodes. It is. Like I said before, Neighbours UK Fans Forever is the channel. Where can no other people cares. get us on the socials? On the socials? Well, if you want to go onto Instagram or, or Twitter, you can type in the words at Watch Neighbour and we will come not, up. It's not the words at Watch Neighbour. You do the at sign, which you don't actually have to type in. So don't type that. Try oh. again. <laughs> Sorry, it's just the word Watch Neighbour. And it's, it sounds a bit voyeuristic and pervy, but it's not. I mean, it is. But not in the way that you're thinking. <laughs> well, we are being a little bit voyeuristic by watching these old episodes of Neighbours. Watching TV isn't voyeuristic. <laughs> no. That's not what that is. No, but in his head, in his head, he thinks they're <laughs> real people. He thinks he's tuned in, they're friends he's not seen for a while, and he's just tuned in to see what they're up to. <laughs> the pervy bastard. Pervy bastards, what are they up to these days? <laughs> Doing a podcast. Ah... Uh... Should we should we talk the about the episodes actually next? any good? Yeah, I thought they were really good. Adam's pulling a face dead that completely disagrees with that statement. I thought there was some big action happening. There was some big action in that first episode, and it took me back to a time. Um, and this was a time, I guess it was 99-ish. Um I think we're in 2000 now, you know. Oh, really? Well, I remember being on holiday for two or three weeks, and this for us was prime neighbours not we were never more into neighbours than during this time and i'd gone on holiday for i think three weeks and i was i was like fucking hell there's a lot going on in neighbours at the minute i'm going to be gutted about (laughs) missing this and you recorded like the true friend that you are on (laughs) vhs you recorded me like 15 episodes of neighbours one after the other and this was in that period of time. So it took me right back. I do remember that now. And I think I wrote, I think I wrote you out synopsis for every episode. You as did. Well. And, and you said like, this was dramatic action happens and you wouldn't say what it was. And it was this. Fucking hell. I remember this now. I think I'm pretty sure I just met you at the airport. and was like, watch these, watch these. And Might I as well have done. With you. This is 20 years ago and you haven't changed <laughs> sat there writing your synopsis and your so there we go book. we know it's not a new JK he's the same fucking lunatic <laughs> from 20 years ago which is nice in a way <laughs> go on wow. then get to it get to that first episode because there was only half an episode on Daily Motion that I could find unfortunately yeah there was so yeah so uh, 3558 was only the second half of the episode but that's where all the action was so it didn't matter uh, so we so we sit we start off with Tess. Uh, I don't know if you remember Tess from last season, Tim. Uh, she was sing- she split up with her husband and she's a teacher. She showed up at Aaron's Baha'i. She was mates with Susan and she was one of them going, oh, Susan, don't quit your job when Susan was decided she was going to quit her job that day. 
she's young, blonde, very attractive. Uh, like every like every kid in that school fancies her. Like you, you had that thing in high school. Like I know I, I'm not sure. Here we go. This will be good. Because <laughs> <laughs> no, me and Adam went to the same high school. Uh, I'm not going to say that the lady's name. This is it down. There was a young English teacher who wasn't who everyone fancied, but in hindsight was not attractive at all. It's just because she was young. You've got a slightly different way to the way I was going to go here. Go for it. Go on. Oh no, because I I never had that teacher that one that one that you had. Okay. But yeah, Talk about, yeah. Go on. Sorry. Yeah, and everyone fancied just because she was like in a mid to late twenties and. You just find any sort of woman in that age, you was like, Oh, yeah, she's well hot. She wasn't really, she had a massive tash, <laughs> <laughs> but a horny teenage boy was willing to look past that tash. <laughs> but Tess is legitimately very, very hot. She's smoking hot. I thought you were going to go into a teacher that I had for RE, who was also. Um, the sport, one of the sports teachers, one of the PE teachers. So when you're a PE teacher, obviously you can't just just teach that in high school. You need to do a proper teaching job <laughs> as well. So she clearly was like, they needed someone to teach a bit of RE. She was the one who did it, and because like she'd done sports, obviously, maybe the lesson before we had her for RE, she had like a sweatshirt on, and she used to like this is this is not sexy at all. She just used to take a sweatshirt off. But it became this full-on... All she was doing was taking a sweatshirt off, bless her, um, and then teaching us something about, I don't know, whatever religion was the flavour of the week that week. Um, and I remember, and I had a dance with her on at our leaving party. Don't know how that came about. Don't know how that happened. It was probably the most awful, clumsy... Oh wooden kind of dance but i remember it's, doing it and then in my, like leaving book, in my leaving book she, she wrote the usual oh good looking whatever you're doing next blah 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 and then at the bottom it said p.s thanks for the dance oh made it made it i mean that makes her sound like a bit of a pedo but <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'd get back in touch if i were you i'm tempted I'll be honest just, though, just, not many people who we went to high school with have aged very well. No, I probably aged the best to be fair. You haven't is- aged, that's the key. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, Tess and one of the other teachers, Daniel, I've never met him before. He's just a guy, he's just a generic guy. Uh, they're making plans to go to Foxy's nightclub, which sounds like a great fucking nightclub. It sounds the most late 90s, early 2000s nightclub I've ever heard. Yeah. So they're in Harold's Cafe making plans. They're trying to get Toadie to come along as well. And Toadie's like, no, I've got loads of uni shit to do. I'm not going to go. I'm I'm a sensible Toadie now, so I'm not going to go. Uh, and then we cut to Libby and Steph. We were on a little day trip on the bike, on, on Steph's bike. They've gone to some sort of park somewhere. Because them two are like best mates now, apparently. Uh, but they've been talking about the weather, and Steph's like, "Oh, I don't know. I don't know if uh, I don't know if we should go home." Libby's like, "Yeah, fuck it, let's go home." She's like, "Oh no, maybe we should. Uh, maybe we should camp out for the night." So fucking riveting this. Yeah. Well, apparently- he has killed it. I'm not gonna lie. He's, he's, he's fucking killing it. <laughs> well, there was one point I wanted to make about this because 
I don't know if you two have ever heard this before, but Australians can smell the rain. Have you ever heard this saying before? I've not heard that said about Australians. Why are you doing this? It's not an Australian thing. People, like, that's a thing in it where people, like, can almost, they think they can sense the weather or the rain sort of thing. I don't think that's an Australian thing. I think that's maybe a more countryside-y kind of thing. I bet farmers can do it. Do you want me to find you out? Let just, me text an Australian. You ab- <laughs> <laughs> you can, I'm sure you could just, like, like you say, like, I don't know, farmers is probably a good example, but if you're just used to being outside all the time, you can sense the difference in the atmosphere when there's suddenly a lot of moisture and I know, it's about to rain. I've got no clue. You're never outside. I am outside sometimes. You're never outside, never. You've I've never recycling. been outside. Never. Recycling out sometimes. You put the recycling out sometimes. That constitutes being outside <laughs> and being able to sense the weather. Because sometimes he puts the recycling out <laughs> and then sets fire to it. He's never been outside and he thinks he's an authority on all things Australian. <laughs> no. But yeah, Steph, Steph is... Like she's unsure about the weather. She's like, "Oh, I don't know." She's like, "No, let's go. Let we should go home. Let's go home." Just re- repeating the weather forecast from from Neighbours episode twenty years ago. Now, <laughs> <laughs> say it again. The no, fucking no weather bit is not yet. that important at this stage. Come it is on. though. It is though. It's foreshadowing. It is foreshadowing. Come on, get to I it. I don't want to spoil it, but something happens with the weather, Tim. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>, hell. <laughs> so. Brendan, who is Tess's ex-husband, shows up at Toadie's house with some flowers going, oh, where's Tess? And Toadie's like, oh, she's at a nightclub with some dude, probably getting finger banged. Wow. (laughs) I imagine, though, at Foxy's, that happens a lot. When there's a phone party, I bet they're all getting it. (laughs) Have you ever been to a phone party? You've never been to one? Have you been to one? No, uh, I kind of always really because I seems right up your street. I yeah, I thought no, you. Me too, yeah, like I said, I, say, I, I, I invented the phone party. Uh, um, I don't know. Is still a thing? I might go. I don't know. Am I going to a thing anymore? Not yeah, not during COVID times. Uh, I could I've been to a couple. They weren't good in any way. So yeah, they were. They were. Uh, so Brendan fucking loses it. Absolutely loses it. I don't know why he's showing up. I'm think I'm I'm thinking that he's he's thinking they're they're getting back together. They're kind of reconnecting a little bit. Well, he's brought a, a load of roses, hasn't he? He's brought some roses to kind of like. There's been obviously a bit of falling out. I think he's been a bit of a cunt in the past. That they allude to him being a cunt and doing the wrong thing, and then he's obviously come to try and reconcile a little bit. Um, and then he obviously hears that she's out at uh, where is it? Foxes. This Foxes nightclub. Uh, so yeah, he fucking loses it. He uh, launches the flowers. He gets in his car. He knocks over Toadie's bin, I think, or like reverses over it. Speeds off down the street, and Toadie's like, "What the fuck? I can't my fucking bin. I've just put the recycling." <laughs> that's, that's him going outside. <laughs> that was, I've had to go outside again now. <laughs> so Toadie's fucking fuming about it. So then we get lots of dramatic stuff now. There's lots of very fast cuts. So there's Brendan. Is, it, is this where it starts raining? Just like just a it does. Bit. It does start heavy, raining. Heavy rain going on. 
heavy. It's, it's night time because it's past six o'clock. Uh, <laughs> so there's heavy rain going on. There's some sort of very matrixy kind of techno dance music going on. Yeah, it's proper like pretty green eyes kind of music. It's all that kind of yeah hanging year 2000 music at the club. And they're throwing some shapes, aren't they? Tess yeah. and Dan, they're pretty much going like... Yeah, it, it intercuts between like Tess doing, throwing some moves. It's awful. Uh, and then Brendan doing some... Tess oh, driving, but like the white window wipers just going fucking bang, 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 bang. And then you've got uh, Steph and Libby on the motorbike and you see them driving through in the motorbike, which is pretty impressive. Oh, What's going to the happen here, Tim? Everyone's going to die, probably. Or... They just get a bit wet and then get then get home. It's one of the two. It's one of the two. The more neighbours thing would be, oh God, what's gonna happen? Nothing. They get home and then get dry. That was that was season two neighbours. Season three neighbours. All that shit, shit goes down. So what happens is that there's a bus and it pulls up, pulls over at the designated bus stop. Brendan tries to overtake it. What you're not meant to do. You're not meant to try and overtake buses. So he swerves out into the side of the road, straight into Steph and Libby. They go fucking flying. Uh, the people on the bus are looking through the window, all shocked. Yeah, it's, it, like Steph goes fucking flying. She goes skidding for fucking miles. I vaguely remember this, you know. Yeah. Isn't she just, she's kind of out of action for ages. Oh, well, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. That's how the episode ends. Just Steph in the road, just going, ah. And, Li- and she looks over at Libby. Libby's not moving. Not moving at all. It's not good at all. This could be a case of, two cases of, brain damage can't walk here. Hi, I'm JK, the host of Sorts from the Neighbourhood Rewatch podcast. And I'm here to tell you about Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast to listening platforms such as Spotify and Apple Podcasts and many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Uh, so then that's the end of the episode and we go to the next one. And then it's this kind of almost kind of, mo- not a montage, but like it's it's Susan and Carl getting the call. So I think Drew's Drew's there and he's got his kilt because Drew and Libby are getting married in a couple of weeks. Drew's just turned up. He's been and got the kilt, um, which he's obviously going to wear to get married in. Um, not as weird as some other wedding things I've seen recently, getting the kilt. Um, <laughs> it was seen pretty standard. Um, so he's just arrived. He's talking about, oh, I can't wait to marry Libby or whatever. And then I think they're playing, are they playing Scrabble or something? They're playing a little game. Yeah, they're playing a little board game. And then uh, they get the call. Carl answers it. It's obviously the hospital. Libby's fucked. Yeah. And then we get, and then we get the Scullies and they've all come back from like the cinema or something. Or like bowling, or like it's, just cin- it's cinema because Joe Scully they'd taken the piss out of Joe Scully for being afraid at the cinema. <laughs> Why is he afraid at the cinema? Because he's like, "We, you were all afraid at the cinema," and then they're saying, "You fucking threw the popcorn and screamed when something happened." They'd like give him a bit of shit. <laughs> I don't think I've ever been that scared in a movie where I've thrown my popcorn. 
What's the scariest film you've ever seen? Oh, that's a good one. Um, scariest. That also like The Ring, maybe. Well, definitely creepy. Anyway, Tim. Don't watch a lot of horror because generally it's just shit. But yeah. I, I, I watched I watched The Ring and seen like um, I remember watching the Blair Witch Project. But I just found I was probably younger than I should have been when I watched the Blair Witch Project. But I just thought, oh, this is kind of interesting. It's a cool way to make a film. I wasn't scared by it. But generally, and I completely admit this, confession, I don't watch horror movies because I think they're shit, but also, I'm normal, don't like to be, to be scared. I don't, I'm like that. I don't like horror films at all. Those ones you've mentioned, I saw Blair Witch at the cinema because somebody else made me go. Um, didn't really enjoy it. Um, I was a little bit freaked out by the end. <laughs> you I'm sure we went to watch that together. There you go, someone made me watch it, didn't enjoy it. Um, <laughs> I was a bit freaked out by the end. Didn't really like the end of it. And then The Ring was a good one because I think that one, I, I, I was a bit, I didn't really like that either when she clenched the girl and that. Um, yeah, they're probably pretty good ones. Good effort yeah. for them. Actually, the, scare, the, the scariest film I've ever seen is Freddy Got Fingered. With the tongue. Um, Why is that scary? Because it's fucking mental. It is absolutely fucking mental film. It's Tom Green at his most mental. Actually it, scary though, or just like grotesque and grotesque. All all of it. You just sat there watching it, just going, "What the fuck is?" And honestly, it it fucks with you, man. You you lose all senses of what what's right and wrong in the world. We do that talking to you every week. <laughs> <laughs> JK got fingered. Oh, <laughs> back to the oh. fucking phone party again. We're back to Foxy's nightclub again, aren't we? <laughs> Go on, tell us about the next episode then. Uh, so, yeah. So, the Scullies get the call. So, they're off to the hospital. Uh, and then Toadie's trying to find Tess the next morning. She's not got back till very, very late on. Oh, I, I she just caught back the next morning. She's come back the next morning. It's yeah. proper walk of shame. She's still in the same clothes and she goes, oh, we went on to somewhere else. Doesn't sound like her and that Dan did anything, but she's very much just getting in the next morning. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. She is definitely enjoying the single life. Uh, probably right for, for uh, Brendan to fucking lose it then, if I'm honest. Uh, but yeah, and so Tony finds Tess and is like, you need to go to the hospital. Brendan's been in a crash. Uh, so everyone gets to the hospital. The Scullies and Kennedys have a nice kind of moment where they kind of hug each other and like Joe and Carl have some, say some nice words to each other and like, if you never need anything, we're here for you. And they kind of kind of helps them bond a bit, which I felt was nice because Joe and Carl have been at war ever since, ever since the Scullies sh showed up. Uh, so Brendan, so Libby's critical. She's in critical condition. She's got lots of, broken bones, uh, lots of damaged internal organs. Uh, Steph's just in shock. Uh, she's come out <laughs> the best out of this. And Brendan needs its spleen removed. Ooh, so that's the, the medical condition with them. Uh, so Tess is with Brendan and then Tess is like, oh, fucking hell. I think I should be with Brendan. I think I love him. Uh, fuck, I shouldn't have been out getting finger banged last night. I should have been spending time with Brendan. Uh, 
and she she's very much tells him that he loves him and uh Libby's in and out like Susan and Carl and Drew are all around and she's in and out of consciousness all the time uh she's kind of just she just basically moves ahead from one side to the other and goes uh eh. that and then Steph Steph is really trying to act in this isn't she bless her She's really fucking trying to act upset and shock and in shock and but she's not quite pulling it off. She no, because she's trying to show how upset she is. Like it's she thinks it's her fault. She thinks Libby's gonna die. They're friends. She's blaming herself. She's very upset. She wants to know how Libby is. She doesn't like they say she can go home, even though like she's not brilliant, but she's got a bit of a dodgy knee and she can go home, but she doesn't want to. And then when she gets home, she's like just thinking about Libby all the time. She is trying her best. To be like distraught. Yeah, she really is. She, she goes doesn't quite Libby. come across. Yeah, she goes in to see Libby at some point and try, like tries to have like a breakdown, but doesn't <laughs> come off. It's not the strongest acting I've ever seen, unfortunately. Um, turn your messages. Turn off. your fucking messages off. I've turned them off now. Sorry. Right there we go. Leave that in so that people on wherever they're listening to this can fucking abuse you. That's why he's still just a host of sorts, not a proper fucking host yet. Fucking messages on your laptop and then actually reading them. You have lost your train of thought and that's your own fucking fault. <laughs> Let me check my messages while you're doing this. No, uh, Joe and Carl agree that it's Brendan's fault. They're like, yeah, this cunt was driving like a fucking maniac. He was a uh, big... He, he shouldn't have been pulling out from that bus. He shouldn't have been driving at that speed in that weather. Uh, but Tess is like, no, Brendan, Brendan's brilliant. I want to get back to him. Goes up to Susan while her daughter's in like in and out in a, like a critical condition. It's like, oh, Susan, can I talk to you a second? She's like, all right, is this about Libby dying? And she's like, no, but I'm thinking about getting back with Brendan though. What do you think? <laughs> it's, it's just like what and Brent like she's talking to Brendan and obviously the police are sniffing around now trying to get to the wow. bottom of it all and Brendan pretty much lies to the, the police and to Tess and says no nah, I was just driving normal it was the bus's fault um, bus driver yeah he was trying to get out of it um, so he's being a bit dodgy really he's, we still don't like Brendan even though Tess is starting to fall back for him and he is with now without a spleen. Do you, what what does your spleen do? Don't know. Does it digest anything? Does it make anything? Is it like a bat? Does it do something with bile or something? No. Tim, while we're talking about neighbours, Google spleen. All right, hold on. He's fucking left. <laughs> He's, He's just fucking gone. He's got to get a fucking. <laughs> oh, I don't know where my phone's gone. He's gone to get his fucking medical dictionary. I'm still here. I'm walking around with my from the, microphone from the now, library so can, in the West Wing. Off he, off I can, he pops. I can walk all the way around the house. Thought he would have had a servant to go and get it for him, but here he is. Oh, he's back. Look, there you go. Yeah. Google spleen. While we're talking about uh, nothing else is really going on in these three episodes, is it? It's oh, all it's based all around crash. this. It's all crash based. Uh, so yeah, uh, yeah, Brendan's just like trying to act like it was, you know, it was just no big deal at all. He's really sorry that it's it's affected these two people, and 
but you know, it's just a it's just a side accident. Toadie's fuming about all of this because the police come round to Toadie, uh, and he's just like, "Nah, he was fucking being a prick." He stormed out. He knocked over my fucking bin. He was he's fucking fuming about that bin. He was fuming about that bin. He was driving like a dickhead. Uh, so there's a lot of this kind of back and forth. And then it eventually ends up that the police come into Brenda just as Tess is just like, I want to make it work with you. We're getting back together. I might even give you a hand job right now. Wow. <laughs> there's no nurse. I'll tell the nurses to look the other way. And uh, <laughs> the police come in. <laughs> and the police come in. And I'm like, we're charging you with dangerous driving. And Brenda's like, what? I didn't do any dangerous driving. This is an outrage. I was just about to get a hand job. <laughs> <laughs> this almost killed my boner. Uh, <laughs> and that's how the episode, this lot of episodes ends. It's on a bit of a cliffhanger. It looks like we're going to get some sort of, uh, I don't know, maybe some sort of courtroom drama maybe going on now with Brendan being charged. How's this going to affect Tess? How's this going to affect Tess and Susan? Is Libby going to get out of this coma thing that she's in and out of? That's what you want at the start of like a new season. You want questions, don't you? It's a great set action, set up. We've got loads of things to come now. I want to know what Spleen does, though. Yes, Tim, have you got the answer? What does a Spleen do? It filters blood and stuff. Um, So it fights invading germs in the blood. Controls the level of blood cells and filters the blood and removes any old damaged red blood cells. That sounds quite important so, to just remove. Yeah. Without one, you're fucked. That's why have they took his spleen out there? He's, he's gonna he's gonna have to have like some pretty serious medication for the rest of his life just to keep him from dying. Maybe that's, that's punishment enough. Yeah. That seems a mental medical decision though. All oh, right, he's had a crash. Oh, we better take his spin out. Does he need that to live? Ah, oh, no, it'll be fine. Don't worry. My, Very yeah. quickly Cock, as well. Number. Yeah, like, take his spine out. He's only been in 10 minutes. They've gone, fucking get that spleen out. <laughs> <laughs> Should we take his heart as well? No, no, leave that in. Leave that in. We'll be fine. We can take that later if we need it. Is he a donor? He fucking is now. <laughs> yeah, that's a mental medical decision. If If... If you need your spleen, you should not be taking it out in any circumstance. What did you make of Carl through these episodes? Because he's very much playing I'm a doctor in these roles. He's fucking well annoying. And, and he almost gets called on it by Susan at one point. Like, what, like, he's doing all the fucking lingo with the other nurse and the doctors and everything. He keeps saying how great John McGill, the surgeon, is, is going to be. Oh, yeah, he's first class. Oh, yeah, he's what a first good class guy. surgeon. Oh, that's good. <laughs> I'm glad that surgeon knows what he's fucking doing. Like, <laughs> like if they got like a load of like second class, third class, and just work experience surgeons just knocking about, and he was worried that sir, that Libby was going to get one of them. He was like, oh, John McGill. I hope we get the surgeon. And I hope he's the t- basically Todd from Scrubs. Yeah, <laughs> Todd was the best. He was the best surgeon. Because he didn't think about it too much. <laughs> yeah, Carl was being... Do you know what? He would have been... Uh, let me try and put this to you, Tim. If I had one of my restaurant phones, restaurant friends on the phone right now and we'd started talking all the restaurant jargon, 
That's what Carl. There's no mean. jargon. It's just being cunts. <laughs> But no, there is jargon, and we'd be talking about it, and you'd be like, "What the fuck is this guy on about?" Yeah, we, we on, did that. We did that about two five, Saturdays ago. What's your top five restaurant jargon terms? Yeah, go on. We'll do top one five. more top five for, for <laughs> old time's sake. It's not going anywhere. <laughs> uh, oh well, there was loads when I worked for TGI Fridays. Uh, there was. You know what's weird? Uh, what I always think. Sorry, you know what's weird about TGI Fridays? Yeah, go on. And how people who've worked at TGI Fridays, yeah. they all call it Fridays. Yeah, but, no, but every single person who goes to TGI Fridays calls it TGIs. That's how we know who's Fridays and who's yeah. not. Cunts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people who call it TGIs are like, oh, they're not in the know. They're not in the know. It has actually officially renamed itself as Fridays now, the company. It's just Fridays now. There's no TGI bit in it. But people aren't glad it's Friday anymore. I don't think so, no. Do you think people now take Friday for granted because they spent so much time off anyway? Probably, yeah. And it depends how many days they probably Well, because I'm in work on a Friday, so that's no fun for me. But you only work It's all about Sundays, Mondays, Tuesdays. Fuck that shit. (laughs) Go on, what are your five things? Go on, then, what what are your five jargon terms? Uh, You better be able to come up with something now. 86. That means we haven't got any. That just means get rid. That's not restaurant. That's not a specific restaurant term. To 86 something just means to get rid of it. All right, hit you this one then. 68. That means bring it back. We've got some. <laughs> How do you got some chicken fingers. How do you do all this lingo? That was just 86 backwards, year, so I just did what the opposite. Yeah, true. Um, I've cracked the code. There we go. Cracked the code. <laughs> the Da Vinci code. But not quite Da Vinci, just an Italian restaurant. Is that it? You've got two numbers that we already I'm, know. I'm trying to think of other ones now. Uh, mm, let me think. Let me think. Uh, <laughs> covers. What do covers mean? Covers are like the people who sit down at your he fucking table. Knows them all. He fucking knows them all. This is the thing, right? You you sometimes... I worked in the fucking industry for about five years. I know some shit. I watched, I watched one season of Hell's Kitchen and I know what covers mean. And, Tim, I imagine you've eaten at a restaurant before, am I correct? At least once. All right. The, uh, term, the term to 86 derives from military shorthand. I, For some reason, I thought this was like something to do with baseball history, but apparently not. Um, yeah, that's uh, rotary phones had T on the eight key and O on the six key. So to throw out to TO was to 86. That's interesting. You've that's been educated, motherfuckers. Carry on, JK. So I'll, I'll, relay, I'll, I'll relabel this podcast as ed- educational. Always is. Uh, Always is. Uh, all right. Uh, P1. What's P1? Ah, I fucking got you now. Go fucking stumped you. Go on. Uh, so P1 reserves... Uh, what's the word? Uh, refers... Oh, really? Go, go on. What's P1? <laughs> Position one, which is where someone is sat on a table. Uh so it's also how many uh, sex positions I know as well. We just one, just one, yeah. What is it? Uh, so P one is usually to the left of the kitchen, uh, depending on this on the way the restaurant itself. 
Is, is this one particular restaurant, or would you say this happens at our restaurants? Uh, the nicer restaurants. Oh, here we go. Nice. Here comes the pretentious no, so the one. They don't, the restaurants where they don't call out the food, and you go, yeah, that's mine. The restaurant where they just put the food in front of you. So that's kind of the difference. So the one they'll use. I always want my food in front of me, if I'm being honest. Yeah. But, you know, you go to some restaurants and like, right, you ordered the ribs, and you're like, yeah, that was me. Uh, but some restaurants you go to and they just put it in front of you. They know that's where it. it's going. Yeah, they know. It's those that they try to remember who ordered what. Yeah. So it goes round. So it goes P1, P2, P3, P4. What comes after P4? Oh, yeah. uh, P5. Okay, good. Just checking. Just checking. Uh, then P6. Uh, but no P7, no. No P7. Which is interesting because you usually get P45, don't you? Hey. <laughs> Joke. That was a good one. I set him up, you knock him down. Right, we asked for five. We've probably got more, but none of them have been good. So you got one last <laughs> one. You got, to, you got to go out on a high. Ooh, one more, one more good one. Got to go out on this a high. This is the end of the podcast. It's got uh, to be the best one. Uh, oh, nice pair of shoes. That means this is a bar one. This isn't. Uh, this is more barry. This is to do with does somebody fit standing at the bar? Oh, nice pair of shoes. It kind of means more up top than shoe footwear. <laughs> it does correct. Well done. Because you need to look down at the shoes anyway. So there we go, yeah. Sleazy bastards. Yeah, I, I knew you'd know one like that. You horrible. <laughs> I knew it as well, like, but... <laughs> or she could just have really nice shoes. Or you could have a foot fetish, you know. <laughs> and on that note... <laughs> but on that note... Have you two got a foot fetish? No. no. no? What, what fetish shoes do we have, then? Fucking hell, what are you talking about? <laughs> fetishes is fetishes is. <laughs> I was hoping if I just addressed that in a manner, Tim would just go BDSM. <laughs> I imagine Tim has got there's something, there has got to be something there. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely something that Grace does to Tim. <laughs> You've actually gone a little bit more personal with it. Okay, there's definitely something that Grace said, listen. If this relationships continue, this is going to happen on probably once a week. <laughs> You're going to have to be okay with it. And Tim's gone, oh, okay, we'll see. And he's I will divulge when we get 100 <laughs> Patreon subscriptions. <laughs> okay, well, there we go. What, what better incentive? Uh, 100 Patreon. So you can go to Patreon, patreon.com forward slash neighborhood rewatch and for just one one pound a month plus VAT if a hundred people do that you'll find out what Tim what gets Tim off <laughs> oh god we've it's fucking... a Range Rover isn't it Tim you're one of those we... guys who shags his car that's what it is I haven't got a Range Rover yet no this but you... why we need Patreon but you'd like followers. to insert yourself into the exhaust wouldn't you <laughs> well <laughs> We've fucking driven this off a cliff. End it quicker. <laughs> Tell us what we're doing next week. Tell everybody with the good friends and let's go on with it. Okay, so next week, we've got two more episodes to watch. Directly on from what we've watched, uh, 3,561 and 3,562. I'm glad it's the next episodes. That doesn't happen very often. This is good I know. Stuff. Yeah, it's nice to have a nice little run of episodes now. I'm not going to lie, season three isn't the longest season, but it's... 
We'll drag it out, don't worry. Well, I'm we'll guessing we'll try and do that for next week. I reckon maybe the week after we could probably do some kind of Christmas special. Oh, yeah, maybe. That'd be good. Is there any decent Christmas Neighbours episodes, though? Do we talk about Neighbours? Is there any... <laughs> does it matter? I'll just ask you what weird shit you're doing at Christmas. That's what we'll do. Yeah, that'll be... Yeah, that, that's what it'll send you. I'm... The, the bonus episode could be just those chatting shit without the distraction of having to talk about some shit TV from 20 years ago. No, but we're all wearing Santa hats. Yeah, right. And, and I I've got cold. a nice Christmas lined up and potentially a nice new year as well. Yeah, yeah. Mounted Cassid, Tim and Grace's, potentially. Tim's not fully agreed to this yet. Grace, Grace. I'm into it. Mainly. Grace will have to oh, hide all it. the equipment in the dungeon. <laughs> oh, that's where I was going to be staying. No, I'll leave it out. You probably are. Probably not. I'll clean it. Don't worry. Sanitize it. <laughs> I've got a very nice Christmas lined up. I'm quite happy for Christmas. Uh, but actually, <laughs> uh, do I save this for the Christmas episode or not? I don't know. Now. I don't know what I you're doing know. now. It depends this if it's any good. Go on. Uh, Should have just fucking ended it. No, we're gonna do Christmas Day on Boxing Day. There we go. I'm just going to leave that one. I'm just going to leave that in the air like a bad fart. I'm sure that I'm <laughs> sure there's a moment about five minutes ago where you could just edit, do do the outro, <laughs> however you're going to do it, clip it in. So uh, on that bombshell, I'd like to say, Adam, Tim, we've watched some good neighbours and you've been some good friends. Uh, Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. We've got at least a couple episodes to do before Christmas. You can't say exactly. Merry Christmas every fucking episode for the next three weeks. You know I've, got I've got to now. Because people might be binging these over Christmas. They're like, oh, I've got some time off of work now. I need to catch up on some of my favorite podcasts. This is one of them. You know, I might what? even put some jingle, I might put some sleigh bells at the end of it. Now you have to. If you don't put <laughs> some sort of sleigh bells on the Christmas special, at least. I feel like we're ripping people off. So come <laughs> there on. will be sleigh bells. So uh, uh, ho, ho, ho. See you next week. On, the, on that subject, I have kind of decided something over the last couple of months. This already Here sounds like it's going to be podcast worthy, <laughs> fucking psycho. This is going to be freeze me. You can have my brain. It's going to be something in it. Go on. No, no, no. Put this uh, in. <laughs> so, my grand lived to 103. I'm going to fucking beat that. That's my, that's my, that is now my fucking dream <laughs> to beat 103. I'm going for He thinks because he doesn't age that he's not going to get old. Fucking Benjamin Button. Yeah. I'm going to beat, that is my, that is my aim in life. To beat 103. So what are you going to do to that? Is that why you don't go outside anymore? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, yeah, I'm just trying to, uh, just trying to tighten the odds there by staying out. Have you ever heard that song by the Lonely Island called YOLO? Yeah. It's very funny. I wasn't Basically that. doing that, it is very funny. It has Kendrick Lamar rapping about mortgage rates. It's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> It's very funny. All lonely answers. We're not going to do the podcast until you're 104, are we?